0: Your going to be Good night, Wesley. Good work. Sleep well. i must most like to kill you in the morning. It's
1: time for your next adventure.
2: Welcome to this week's episode of the Midnight Special. My guy, I'm back, COVID free, and me and, jo- me and Joshua to, uh, are together. <laughs> yeah. Ready?
1: Which to is weird. I haven't I haven't do sat next to him in like two and a half
2: weeks. <laughs> it's been longer than
1: that. <laughs> yeah, it f- it felt long when you got nothing to do. Yeah. You know. uh, how are you said. guys doing?
0: <laughs> 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 Man. Uh why we're
3: doing good. My, we're doing yeah. good. Um I am on my um next week will be my last week working here at the school.
2: Oh, uh why
3: so. is that Wyatt? <laughs> well, why? because I'm that? moving. People, ah! people, Wait, you people moving? What, Wyatt. who
1: who knows no we haven't talked about it on purpose with this podcast. But we haven't
3: yet. We, we haven't talked about it on the
4: podcast yet. No. Okay. So, okay. Well, you tell um, us
1: then, Wyatt. What? Tell us about Give it.
4: Give us the the good news. I, that... I am living in denial.
3: John Mark doesn't John Mark. think I'm actually moving.
4: Um, I know he's moving, but I'm gonna wait till he's actually gone before okay, I let it really hit me. For these and podcasts, are gonna, you gonna have
1: the strength to to like show up by yourself?
4: I have no want idea. You. We'll find out. We'll find out. <laughs> Life is pain. <laughs> Well, i'm gonna leave the stand for you um yeah but we film it on your phone
3: well you can get you can get your own i'll have to get another <laughs> you to get mark you can and,
1: you're you're gonna have to get your rig out with your computer and your recorder and your mic and use that guy so
2: yeah. why give well, us a see, little uh, where you moving while moving hold here's, on
4: here's the deal once Wyatt leaves you gotta get close to them once Wyatt. <laughs> once Wyatt leaves um this little space that we're recording in will be unavailable to me. Yeah. So it might mm. there we might have a little while where it might just have to be you guys while I find another place to do this at. Um, nah,
1: you could do it in your bedroom. Just tell everyone to not not come in for an hour and a half. I don't.
4: Y- you've not lived with my family. That's not
1: possible.
4: <laughs> yeah. Well, it'll um, be
1: okay if there's interruptions.
4: So I mean, maybe in my car. We'll work it out in the future. We'll figure it out. We'll
3: figure figure it out. out. But no, I'm 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 for the for the for the people who don't know. I'm moving up to Virginia Beach, where uh, (laughs) yeah, Joe and Josh are right now.
4: You you hear that? Staying with Josh. You hear that? All you single Virginia Beach ladies. Yeah. (laughs) I. You got you got a new boy gonna be in town. The the
3: the cafeteria lady here. She told me that um um. something about like pocahontas pancakes on the strip and gino's or gina's pizza or something yeah Mm, she said those are good places to eat brother's
1: pizza i've had that's delicious i i honestly i've only been to a small handful of some but and we'll we'll try out these that you're talking about what when you get here Mm -hmm. but i do have a few awesome restaurants to show you once you do get here it's gonna be Awesome. awesome very nice very cool spot tight and then maybe in like six months jamark will be like
0: i'm coming
3: (laughs) (laughs) if you don't see he shrugs yeah we'll see
4: we'll see i i i do i do what feels i do what feels right and um i was gonna go to pennsylvania and it didn't feel right and then i got confirmation that i wouldn't be able to go and i felt better and i'm like okay so that wasn't a good decision
0: yeah gotcha. and
4: I'm neutral on I'm neutral on Virginia Beach but when I think about it right now I think I need to stay here for a little while longer so okay we'll see well my my thinking is
3: like if I go up there and I just am absolutely miserable it, you know
4: You'll have that. How well, can you be miserable? Right. Well, if yeah.
3: if that's that's the thing, if 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 worse. Oh, comes, I know why. I know if why. If worse because comes, I won't be there. With if him. worse comes to worse, <laughs> and I'm just absolutely miserable, you mm-hmm. know, it would. It, I could. I could at minimum be there for six months, right? Mm-hmm. You yep. know. Yep. At so
4: minimum, yeah. when he realizes he needs to come back to his older brother, <laughs> he'll do it. My but. man, I I hate to break it to you, but I'm not the older. <laughs> oh no you are. Okay. I just well, to make sure. Well,
3: you know if if I do end up having to move back here, whether it be in 6 months or or in a year or whatever, if or you are will most
4: likely be moving in with me. If you're
3: living somewhere, I'll move in with you.
4: <laughs> you know. Sounds like a plan. I'm I'm going to find a place just for that reason so that I can welcome you back with open arms like the prodigal son you'll be coming back I mean <laughs> we always we always sort of had plans okay. that I would live in your basement we did we did so, um, yeah um i'll find a wild plants i know that people can't <laughs> comprehend like the aspirations that i you know <laughs> <laughs> but anyway let's 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 get on yeah with the 30 uh, second stories with the 30 second thing. stories first Oh, I did not think of. You those. didn't think of any.
3: It's all oh, right, Jamar. Good. Everyone,
1: everyone freaks out when they get to this part, and they're like, "I didn't think of any." All they're right. supposed to be on the fly, so. Yeah. Everything's I was gonna cool.
3: say. I was gonna say a good one would be Space Snakes, but Rick and Morty already did that. That's true. They did mm. do that one. Space
4: Snakes. <laughs> all right. Uh, let me give me a second to come up with a few ideas. Okay. You have ten seconds. I'm just gonna do it on the fly. I'm gonna do it Go on the ahead. fly. Go ahead. All right, um, we'll do Wyatt first. Okay, sounds good. We are going to do. Somebody get a timer ready. Let me one. think. We are going to do space squirrels. Space squirrels, <laughs> really? Space squirrels. You have to come up with an idea in thirty sec- uh, in ten seconds, and describe it in thirty about. All right, start ten seconds. Squirrels. Okay. Space squirrels. Hmm. Space. Squirrels in space.
1: And
3: go.
4: Okay, so
3: it's a regular day on Earth, but guess what? There's squirrels coming from outer space. They're aliens, but they look like squirrels. They got little green membranes between their legs, flying squirrels, you know, that that fly outside their big old squirrel ships. And mm-hmm. and the squirrels are invading, and we're like, "What do we do?" We combat them with regular squirrels.
2: Yeah, <laughs>
4: weaponized yeah. Right. regular squirrels. And that's Civil time war. Civil squirrel. <laughs> yeah.
0: Civil war no. for squirrels. Settle
4: the score. And they no. got
3: green
1: uh, membranes. You said
4: on their arms. Well, there's like there's like flying squirrels. They have little they furry have membranes. Have little, they would have to have little yep. green antennas so it's, that human audiences know that they're aliens. Right. And they have big but old. But they still eyes. have buck teeth, probably. Yeah. Right. Yes.
3: Yeah.
2: Did you guys? Yeah. What movie was it where the, um, dolphins were aliens? Uh, uh, did you guys ever uh, watch that? Was, what, what, what was yeah, that? Yeah,
3: that was that was uh, Hitchhiker's, Hitchhiker's Guide, Guide to, the Guide to the galaxy. galaxy. Terrible movie. Uh, yeah. Terrible yeah. movie. But I heard the books for were reason, fantastic.
2: Yeah. Uh, the books are funny. Do you think? Uh, right? d- uh. What are they now? I can't even think of dolphins, dolphins. are aliens. People say dolphins Uh, are pretty smart. Oh, did you guys hear that? um,
1: What was it? The somebody that's worked for the defense in Israel came out this week and said that aliens have made contact with the U.S. And Donald Trump does know about it.
2: Ooh, Yeah, there's a video. (laughs) I've heard a few months ago.
1: We saw that footage that came out with the military guys of those UFOs flying through that. That, you know,
3: it's too blurry. It's too blurry. It's too blurry. To everything et, why is it everything we see is blurry? When I can see a jet, a jet airplane fly through the sky in perfect HD vision with my normal human eyes, and yet every picture of aliens we see is
4: oh, it's blurry.
3: Well yeah. oh yeah. I I you know need, have
4: you ever thought need, that it might be the the force field that the ship emits to blur images? That's stupid. I feel like that's a good idea. <laughs> that's I feel, stupid like, idea. I feel like maybe Bigfoot does the same thing, but that's he like stupid. it's like a, a, a fart or a musk. No. You know? Mm-hmm. And that's why all the that's images dumb. are blurry.
1: I think Bigfoot was an it.
4: actual species. Yeah, the gigantic Gigantic. was yeah.
1: Oh, you, well, you guys already know all about this. Yeah. Yes, we do. They know about stuff. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. Wyatt. I like the War of the Squirrels. Yeah. All right. All right. Joe Mark, who's next? We'll do,
4: we will we will do Joseph now. Okay. <clears throat> um all right. Uh Squirrel of the Worlds. Dang it.
0: Squirrel of the <laughs> Worlds.
4: <laughs> I like that one. All right, Joseph. Here is right. here is your here's your little prompt. Um Bigfoot takes revenge. Okay. Okay, We're starting your 10 seconds.
0: Just basing All right. everything up. so this can.
1: is definitely a really creepy um love story that's kind of uh confrontational or, or kind of you know are you going yes you I'm have thinking you, wait oh 10 seconds oh, i already had it Do i already your, had it okay so oh. Bigfoot uh, this before <laughs> kidnapped a human woman because he was very attracted to her and these group of farmers that are like lumberjacks and farmers, they go out and they rescue her, and then they take bring her back to the small town they lived in. Bigfoot's pissed off. He comes to the Stop. small town. <laughs> it kind of makes me so,
4: think of uh, so so um, so this is uh, this is King Kong. <laughs> yeah, King Kong. Peter Jackson's oh, yeah. King Kong. This is except it's, instead uh, of climbing very the Empire. <laughs> And instead of climbing the Empire State Building, he climbs like a cell tower or yeah. something. I did not He gets he gets what's on top the of the bed and breakfast or something.
1: Okay, so what's the word for the thing when you're you're creating? I don't know. You're, you're having a memory of a, a story you already know and you're recreating it, but it's essentially the same story and you're yeah. aware of it. Or the, it,
3: instead that? of air, instead of airplanes, they've I got like no they've got like hipsters flying drones up around <laughs> them trying to get footage, trying to get his location. Know. Yeah. I don't know. I, I I know there's a term for it. Dang All right, it. Yeah. Uh Joshua,
4: let me yes, think sir. for a second. Your version kind of sounds like the off It sounds
2: brand, better than King Kong. Or like the off-brain version of King Kong. Yeah. No, like,
4: your uh, ver- I feel like I feel like your version would be great because of its similarities to King Kong.
3: Yeah. Yes.
4: It it's a King Kong retelling except yeah, like okay. Bigfoot. Bigfoot. It would be called mm-hmm. Kingfoot. No. Did you guys like the no. the newer Kong. King Kong movie Kong they made? No. no, Daddy Foot.
3: Um, I I <laughs> I foot. I didn't like. I don't like that. I didn't like any of the characters except for Sam yeah. Jackson. Um,
2: yeah. was he the? He I was liked, the guy that uh, was played by what Loki? That guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't care because none of the other characters and,
3: and
4: the dude who was stranded there. All, I liked him. All the other characters were stock. Characters. Yeah, they were like, so two dimensional. You, you can go into any, into any, uh, any writer's file cabinet of characters and find these characters. They're so common <laughs> at this point that they are tropes. You know, mm-hmm. uh, Tom Hiddleston's character, the the adventurous white man in foreign parts. Yeah, it's a stock character. The bold female reporter. Yeah, oh, yeah. Stock character. <laughs> um, you have uh, the lost, the lot, the guy lost on the island living among the natives, which we will get to later in this podcast. See, this one but see, favorite. like, if, if the
3: story had been about his character, him and the Japanese guy who crashed at the beginning of the movie and them movie. being enemies and then eventually being friends and learning about this island, that would have been fantastic. With King Kong in the backdrop. yeah. King cool. now King Kong himself looked fantastic. Mm-hmm. He was he's my favorite looking monster ever. Yeah. That are we Kong talking about
1: the most recent yes. or the Peter Jackson? Yeah, version? The no, the, recent, not not the most recent. recent. Yeah, it was pretty right. awesome.
3: Right? No, no. They're the, the, wasn't. Godzilla, Godzilla. I like Godzilla. He's cool. Whatever, whatever. That King Kong <laughs> is the coolest yeah. interpretation of King Kong ever. Looks the best. Yeah. Looks when so he was cool.
1: fighting, oh, what does he do? Doesn't he like punch through the head of that giant snake or something? He, or does he like yeah, like, reach well, the, in it, and it, pulls like, everything it, out. It, it,
3: it like, the, its tongue wraps around his hand, which has the girl. The girl is in his palm and pulls it into his throat, and he just pulls the everything. He just pulls the <laughs> tongue and everything out of the creature. It's the best. Yeah, yeah heck
1: yeah, that was sweet. Yeah. Okay, I guess Joshua's turn now. Try not Josh to do what I, I did.
3: Yep. No animals.
4: No animals. No animals. Some <clears throat> something about. Being You've already active. done two being stories
2: animals. with
3: animals. I like. I like animals. No. Now I'm 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 making it a little bit more difficult for you. No
4: animals. No animals. Um. Darn it! Why are you doing this to me? Did you have <laughs> one an that animal, had animals out? Make it a animals like easy. are a easy hawk, to come up owl, with. An
1: owl and a lion tamer walk into a uh, salon. Maybe we not. don't do racist jokes. Yeah, that's, that's um,
4: <laughs> We don't do racist jokes on this show. All right, let <laughs> okay. let me let 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 me think. Hmm. Just clearing
2: my throat over here.
4: Okay, um, there is a cursed. Um. Now it feels cursed. like I'm on. I'm doing the competition now. Okay, so. There is a cursed um, filing cabinet. A cursed filing okay. cabinet. Okay. <laughs> uh, this Documents. could be an office. This could be an office, an office okay. drama, or anything like that. A comedy, but there is a cursed filing uh, did, cabinet. Mark, and I'm not. This, I'm not, not. I'm not saying that because there's a filing cabinet in front of me. That's all I can think of.
0: You tell me. Go
4: ahead. I'm going to say a card. think cabinet. about it. Okay, filing cabinet.
2: And okay. go. Okay, this is a filing cabinet and it's a comedy. It's starring Jack Black, um uh Seth mcfarlane Seth Rogen. And um, James Franco and Kevin Hart all together, <laughs> and it's an office drama, kind of like The Office a little bit, but it's not. It's it's haunted filing cabinet that they have to um, figure out what kind of documents go into this filing cabinet, <laughs> something like that. And they're stop. And, what kind of documents go into the filing cabinet? <laughs> Wait, they've got to find the go.
3: document that uncurses it. Yeah. It's obviously the soul of somebody who died in this office and, and he's missing documents. He was framed for embezzling, right? Okay. And and they 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 murdered him and uh, made it look like a suicide. He needs proof of the embezzlement. Mm. That 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 the, the Yeah, I he like was, it. Yeah, or he was Seth
4: McFarland ends up being the bad guy. He was <laughs> murdered. He was murdered and fell over the filing cabinet and bled all over the filing cabinet. It was his filing. Yeah, something like that. and, and, And now, you know, he inhabits the filing cabinet more or less and interspersed with the new files that these people are doing, there will be a file that nobody put in there pertaining to his murder mystery. Yeah. And every once in a while, they'll look in there. There'll be another piece of paper relating to this man's but, life. But could Do you like th- that
2: lineup of cast, though.
3: Yeah, couldn't you totally see Seth MacFarlane being like the zany kind of Michael Scott-like character? It's already the yeah, boss. Yeah. He's yeah. the boss, right? He's in the suit. You you think he's a great guy? Uh, he turns out to be the bad guy. It's already a B movie. It, dude, it's fantastic. <laughs> it, it's like something Seth Rogen would write.
1: Okay. But do you think we need, because this, this pitch sounded like you would pitch it to people at, uh, I don't know the, the, some of the movie studios that it's completely sold on the lineup for the film. Yeah. Like more oh, than yeah. the film itself. Yeah. Oh, it's like definitely
3: when you. <laughs> That's what when you see the what? trailer, when you see the trailer, it's, it's, it's it's images of the, these A list actors mm-hmm. and the uh, people, you know, known guys. And, you know, and then, of course, there's, you know, one scene in the trailer where something really funny is said, obviously.
4: And the and obvious, the, the trailer is going to spoil all the best jokes. Yeah. And Kevin Art has to die do.
1: first because he's black. Yeah.
4: Whoa, he's whoa, whoa. <laughs> whoa.
1: What did we say about the race? Just saying, jokes? Joshua only gave one. He's one the black token black guy, guy. One
2: black guy. He's the token black. guy. He's the token.
1: The
4: one black I guy. I don't, I don't I don't like this, Josh. And he's also uh, the see, most the famous problem, of the group. The problem I didn't throw The a problem I have him. with
3: the the problem I have with the token black guy in horror movie or or anything like that tropes now is it's it's mm-hmm. become a new trope. The new yes. trope has become um oh, black guy dies first, better get out of here kind of guy, mm-hmm. right? He, yes. So he doesn't die because he's aware that they always die. That's the, that's, that's the, the new, new trope. Yeah. It, that's the trope that it, it's always aware that the that the black dude dies first, black guy. It's not, the trope no longer is black guy dies first. It's who, aware that the black guy dies first, black guy.
2: Who, who uh, I want to add this something. Some to the, the actress that plays Andy's uh, wife on um, Parks and Rec? What's her name? Uh, Aubrey Hepburn. Um, no, Aubrey, Aubrey Plaza. Plaza. Aubrey Plaza. Yeah, yeah. Aubrey Plaza. Oh Aubrey. Oh Aub- Aub- the, I want Can I? Th- can, I th- can I just add one thing yeah, to Hepburn the story? Can I throw her, her as like the the female that's in the office? Yeah, the one female. Because I didn't get to yeah. add any females. I was just kind of going through names. Yes. Um, yeah. Um, when I'm John Mark, Baza.
3: when you said, when you said haunt, uh, you said cursed filing cabinet. Right. It it became haunted filing cabinet. When you said cursed filing cabinet, I thought of that K Peel sketch with the gremlins. Yeah. And he's like, You're just saying uh noun and gremlin. And I'm I'm all about it. <laughs> he's like uh, uh lightning gremlin. <laughs> and the dude's like, You're just saying noun and gremlin. <laughs> he's, he's like, like You him. have no idea what you're saying. You just said noun, gremlin. <laughs> 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 all right okay that know. was weird right.
1: do you guys Next like the I'll... stuff that do you guys huh? like the stuff that cam peel's coming out with recently because they just you know they're coming out with a bunch of new stuff
3: I they, I, I, of I, there's watch been the some movie? stuff i've enjoyed um obviously it's not like the classic stuff which is watched over and over but you know it will be eventually uh they're not they're not putting out as much stuff because i think they're sort of I don't think, you know, I'm not going to say they're growing apart, but obviously they are growing. They're each coming into sort of their own kind of
0: mm-hmm.
3: thing. Keegan-Michael yeah, Key is that. definitely in in movies, right? Mm-hmm. He's, he's in movies a lot more.
4: He's an actor-comedian. He's an actor-comedian. And then I would say Jordan is definitely more... He's still an actor, comedian, but he's definitely a, He's got a more serious he, mind. Well, deep. you can tell that oh, he's he, enjoys he enjoys writing. He likes writing. writing. Okay, you know? who's
1: more funny out of the duo?
4: They both have their own things. They they have their yeah. own. Yeah, I'm definitely. I, mean, guy.
1: I, I think Jordan Peele is leagues yeah. above above uh, Keegan. I yeah. think now see I, now see I right. like
3: I but I like Keegan Michael Key's style. But more than Jordan,
1: because Jordan Peele is hilarious. His his physical humor is the best I've ever seen. Yeah,
3: yeah, but I like Keegan. I think he's (laughs) every time I see him on screen, he makes (laughs) me smile. (laughs) He fits
4: his costume so well. So good. They both do, but he—he's a little lighter, so I he can—he like, pa- can pass for more. He can be anything. We can go through
3: numerous examples, right? But when 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 you when you see him in the apocalypse, and and the one guy's got like the gun, and he's off, and he's like, you
4: know, wearing the wig, and he's like,
3: yeah, you know," it—you believe it one hundred percent.
4: You feel like that's probably what he's like in real life. Yeah, what? He wasn't even acting. <laughs> he was just, he wasn't even acting. They just, they just happened to film him. Yeah, him. <laughs> by himself. So. Anyway. He
1: also doesn't Our, really, I mean, one thing that stands out to me is when he, I think that the character's name, he's like, Megan, you're sore, yeah. Your You're code. And she's like, no, no, no. He's like, Megan, come on. Megan.
4: all right why don't we jump into this topic yeah okay get away from uh the key and peel stuff because that's a tangent right Mm. we'd definitely go down all the way down that dude we we just i mean we could quote lines all night you're making me too excited (laughs) i think we need seth for that yeah, right. like Seth, Seth and Wyatt should do a every, podcast dude. just about
3: Key and Peele. Just quips.
4: They should just quip <laughs> back and just, forth. We should just do a me and Seth
2: podcast. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, With no podcast.
3: topics, just, <laughs> just see what happens. Yeah, I like it. You guys will be I sitting wanna, there going, you
4: guys that. be sitting there making whale noises. <laughs> and people will be loving it. Like, man, you heard those guys on Spotify doing whale noises? <laughs> dude, that's the best. Anyway. I'm thinking about I would Seth love doing that it. that making me laugh. You have
1: to set it up.
4: Whale noises. It's literally a podcast where every week two guys just do whale noises at each other. Can me and
1: Joshua just sit in the background and just chuckle the whole time?
4: Dude, that would be so funny.
1: You have like a studio audience?
4: That, ooh, studio audience. Yeah. Every time you make a whale noise, there's a laugh track. (laughs) Um, Topics. All right, all right, all right. Here we go. So the topic today is obscure historical events that you would think would make the basis for a good film. Um, now, we sort of covered this in our historic um, episode where we talked about history um, in media and stuff and, and things based on history. And we touched on it slightly, you know, where we asked, oh, what, what do you think would make a good movie? But I thought, well, we should do this bigger or we should take some less well-known things that we know about and maybe expand them into something we think would make a good movie. And mm-hmm. it doesn't have to be strict. It doesn't have to be historically accurate. It, it, it can be – basically it's just got to be on, on the slab of that idea. If you <laughs> want to put it in space – you can do the titanic in space dude every single one every single one of the ideas every single or story like i read that.
3: ended up in space or if you <laughs> want to take
4: a story that's cool yes. and rather mysterious and you want to explain that mystery with something a little supernatural yeah, i i can, love those you can you can do as that well. um so i guess we'll let wyatt open it up well, since he's real, just busting real quick. at the seams here sorry real quick um
3: when, when I was preparing for this, right, and we were texting, and I was like, I have nothing, and Josh mm-hmm. is like, oh, I have nothing as well, right? Mm-hmm. I, was, I, almost, I, was, I was actually writing out the text. I was like, this is, you know, obscure, obscure, almost obscure histo- history stories, right, whether they be funny or strange or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. It's such a specific topic and yet so broad mm-hmm right it's so it's so specific yet there's just way too many there's so many stories
1: that's why i think it was good and i mean jamark you could have even told us later in the day that we were doing this and i think the lack of time was good because it forced you to be like nope 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 okay this one i'm going with because if you overthink it then you'll never pick one or you'll have too many
2: mm-hmm you know
3: now all right so I, I I really only could could really flesh out one actually I'll tell you the one I thought of right if you mm-hmm. know who Jim Corbett is I love Jim Corbett he was a uh, he hunted man-eating tigers um, and and was a tiger conservationist and and mm-hmm. loved the animals and respected them um I just want alternate um half future earth that's kind Mm -hmm. of broken with you know future cities and and things like that and i just want i just want cyborg young cyborg jim corbett hunting Mm -hmm. biomechanical alien tigers (laughs) is that is that too much to ask no (laughs) that's all i want um that's really good like in this alternate universe instead of becoming you know a a, a loving kind of guy who who defended the people of India and went out and hunted these tigers who were killing and eating people you know he's instead he's more of an angry kind of character and these creatures killed his family and so he doesn't believe there's anything good about them
1: okay and what kind of weaponry does he need for this slaughter space weapon? rifle
3: obviously space rifle space rifle
1: okay Oh, These sorry. are mechanical tigers, uh,
3: biomechanical,
1: biomechanical. Explain, they're biomechanical. Like, what do you mean by that? What's in your uh,
3: meaning? Meaning that their their bodies are um, the bodies are are basically kind of like flesh and blood, but made up of of more metal and electricity materials, right? Uh, so like, they're essentially their bodies, robots,
1: but kind of organic, like what we see it's, on Westworld. World
3: it's an organic well no 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 they're because they're aliens they're alive okay so they're like transformers sort of but but they're not but they don't obviously they don't transform they're the transformers house cats but they're they're tiny you know you though. could see you could see like their muscles are like muscles and their skin mm-hmm. like their skin isn't skin it's more like it's synthetic. it's more like synthetic carbon fiber. Yeah, can you see it? Can you see a cat and its muscles as it's torn open? Its muscles are almost metallic cool. looking. So,
4: so this is like a Blade Runner esque thing. Yeah, where he's hunting the he's hunting. And at, at
3: some point, he realizes that they're not these things.
4: Maybe aren't evil. They're just going by their nature, whatever that is. Mm. To be a vicious biomechanical super space. I don't doctor.
3: know. Maybe there's something happening on a yes. biomechanical level in their brains that maybe they <laughs> okay. maybe they're not adapting well to the air on Earth. Who okay. no, knows? So it could All be that. Right. Do you think That's there's
1: a, a point where we'll get to create, like in real life, create things like that?
3: Uh, oh, biomechanical biomechanics.
1: Yeah. I mean, I mean, like create a living thing, even if it doesn't have, you know. A personhood, or a soul, or maybe some might call a personality or something. It's, it's still, it operates not like a machine, but like a living thing. You know.
0: I think at
4: some point, that, yeah. yeah, that can make decisions. I mean, computers. There are computers
3: that essentially do that. It's yeah. almost yeah. It, it. It has so many programs and 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 so many subsystems that it just makes so many decisions at once. Um, yeah,
4: but is it? Are those decisions informed by code, or are they informed by uh, irrational, emotional urges, like in humans? Like, is it, I don't even is, think humans animals. If we it, could
3: get something to act like animals, is it
4: any less? That's terrifying. like you know people like the question is, is it any less real if the decision they reached was? Based on a, you know, on a subsystem, right? Of mm-hmm. of uh, of choice branches or something. Does that make it any
3: less of a valid I, decision? It depends on how many how many subsystems and if it's creating new subsystems. Yeah. If we could get something that acts like a dog in every respect of the every every way, right? Mm-hmm. And it and and. Every time you get a new one it's different. It's mm-hmm. got a different personality. But still it's not quite a human. It's more like a dog. Mm-hmm. That still would be super impressive. And okay, and, and but think somewhat about this. frightening. What, <laughs> what do you yeah. think
1: what do you think makes like when a dog comes up and sits in your lap and nestles its little head into your tummy or your chest and you just feel its warmth and you feel its love radiating off of him because he feels so safe in your arms. What about that creature do you find so loving
4: the dog the dog what is wa- it about the creature the dog know. the dog wants to do that the thing about a machine is the machine doesn't want to do anything it is expected to do something yeah i think that's the difference and i think i think oh, that's yeah. the di- i think that's the difference so but it, if we see that love
3: and nurture from a robot dog, uh-huh. right? If we see that love and 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 it's all it, it's never the same. It doesn't mechanically jump up on your lap and always put its head up the same way, right? If we but it it's always expecting love. What's the ethical dilemmas of that?
4: Uh well one is it a dog? Yeah, well it can't be a dog because yeah. again it's it, it it's programmed. It's programmed like It, you know, it doesn't actually love the owner. It's programmed so that it is expected. Wait, no. That's the problem. It is expected to love the owner. That's the problem. Like the programming says, the programming says, the programming says, uh, I should love the owner. While a dog, and so I should love the owner. So I will show affection to. but the if owner. but if while, while while a normal dog goes, "I love the owner,
3: I want to show affection and and to you the could owner. use that kind of logic and that kind of reasoning to say so no, it's not a real dog. But if you created a robot that was indistinguishable from a human, it and it's it's it you 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 can't tell it's a human. It shows emotion like a human, but it's still running on complicated subsystems and choice trees and whatever right people would be like no 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 it has to be a human it's it's finding it 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 will eventually gain consciousness right whereas if it's a dog "Ah, it's not really a dog
1: okay i i think i'm my mind's taking it one step deeper maybe it's deeper maybe i'm being pretentious yeah i think okay so somebody define without using the word somebody define what is programming
2: programming setting uh Put, uh, I I don't so uh, that's hard. Like taking, programmed into, right? Taking it's pro- an emotion and or
3: an action, it's an, it's an a-
2: action, and putting it into a machine so that it will always be able to do that
4: action. It's, well, okay, it's um, programming. Over over again. Programming is telling something to perform certain actions.
1: Okay, yeah. when. So when I think but when I think of program, I think it's progression of historical actions that's happened in the past and it's moving forward. So right. it's pro- so it's progressing to something. Um, right. When it comes to the way, you know on a, on a micro level, animals, even humans, have evolved to environments to positive and negative reinforcements. And there's things in their DNA that is deep set levels. So when a dog comes and wants to snuggle you, well, it's not like the dog is is naturally built to snuggle you, but there are there's a history, generations of dogs before him that's learned that, well, we like warmth. We like snuggling together when we sleep. So we stay warm. We like, um, you know, the the people, the, the living things we're around is our pack. It's our family. It's what we're supposed to keep close to and protect. And dogs have that built in their DNA. So what I think is when you take a robot, you probably couldn't get that same reaction and that same love out of a initial robot. But imagine encoding technologically into a robot that goes down for that somehow without the help of humans, this encoding passes from one robot to another robot to another robot. And it morphs over time. It learns why it do- why it needs to do things. And it forgets the original purpose of right. Things. But so dogs, it has dogs don't learn
3: why they're supposed to do things. They don't know why they're supposed They They just do it because it's a dog.
0: Yeah. They don't think but it, about what they think about. Yeah. I'm that's just I'm saying, saying can
3: a look, robot have all, instinct all I'm saying all I'm saying is that you if, if if you had a robot that acted perfectly like a regular dog mm-hmm, and a robot yeah. that acted perfectly like a regular human people would be obsessed with wanting to make wanting that wanting that human robot to be sentient no one would care if the dog is sentient it's just being a dog that's basically okay. just a robot.
4: No. Yeah. I mean, we all know why people would be obsessed with wanting this human robot to be more human. I'm just saying yeah, but You dogs. don't think
1: that humanity is scared of that enough that we wouldn't want that?
4: I'm not scared of it. I mean <laughs> Um to me it's Slightly To me it's still a machine, you know.
2: Yeah. Don't
3: we
4: already no.
2: have one of those? No. No. Elon Musk. No movies, yeah.
3: movies, and and programmers have programmed us to be scared of computers because they're saying that a computer that thinks like a human but has the capacity of a supercomputer would ultimately decide that humans need to be eradicated, right? But, but just, if it's but if its subsystems tell it that humans need
4: to be protected,
3: it would protect humans.
4: Yeah, it would ultimately that, do what a computer does. That thinking does. just comes from. Uh, the human self-loathing that is popular today—right? Humans bad. We shouldn't like humans. Okay, it's just a popular. I'm thing I'm to go.
3: going to take. I'm gonna take control of this. No, no, no. Look, get look, us back are, on topic. Okay. As long I'm as getting back on topic. I like this
1: conversation. Why? It's like a good it.
3: conversation. I'm sorry, but I'm getting back <laughs> on topic so I can get my story over with. Okay, go ahead. Because I think I, I think my story also has some ethical dilemmas. Um, okay. So there's a story, whether it's real or not, whether it's a myth or not. I'm but it, it sounded it sounded pretty real, pretty believable. Um, mm-hmm. back many years ago, there was a famous man named Julius Caesar. Uh-huh. Yeah, you you may know of him. Yeah, um I don't. A little. Yeah, a little bit. But <laughs> uh he was captured by pirates. He was on his way to Rhodes. Um. <clears throat> He was captured by pirates and mm-hmm. and kept on an island. And they demanded 20 of whatever the currency was, gold mm-hmm. or whatever, right? And he was like, oh, he was making fun of them. He was like, oh, you should demand 50 because I'm Julius Caesar. And they didn't believe him. They didn't mm-hmm. believe that this guy was Julius Caesar. They just thought he was an important diplomat or something like that. Mm-hmm. And um, – and so the entire time he was, it was like 28 days, 38 days or something. The entire time he was in prison, he bossed them around. Um, he did not do what they said. He told them to be quiet while he was trying to sleep. And they just, they, they, they were frustrated with him. They didn't like him. And um, he was like, you guys better release me. You guys better release me or I'm going to have you crucified. And they were like, "We're getting our ransom for this guy." So eventually, they got their ransom for the guy Julius Caesar, um, and he came back and he crucified them.
0: <laughs> <laughs> why is
3: that funny? I don't. I, I just yeah, Mark started laughing. He just came back. The, well, the there was a the the island they were on. I think was um, the the wasn't. I don't think it was it was part of the empire, but the. Uh, Um, the person who was in charge of the island had a dilemma of whether to kill these pirates, but Julius Caesar came back in person and had them crucified. Um, So I was thinking an adaptation of the story, um, I guess, I suppose you could do a space empire type thing, but in in, in a space empire type thing, if you took that character, a Julius Caesar type character, right, and you had the same story, right? Would he still come back and kill them?
4: Mm. He, he, he can do. You can do whatever you want. Yeah.
3: No, no, no. I'm saying, would would, would if probably, you know? Is that what would be expected? I mean, I'd probably because he I'd, wants
4: revenge for. I'd come back and blow up the their entire
3: Catherine, planet.
2: Yeah. Right. All right, bro.
3: You're thinking really hard about it, Joe. I don't know. Right? Okay. See, you don't know. Now take the same scenario, right? You don't. You don't know because of the ethical dilemma. Do you want him? Do you want this main character, who obviously we kind of like, to come back and kill these guys, right? No. You don't want him to do that. Okay. Okay. Same (laughs) situation. Same situation same situation it's space pirates but they have captured rick sanchez and he's like you guys better get me up you guys better get me up or i'm gonna come back here and i'm gonna implode your insides and i'm gonna turn you into roaches and step on you right you would expect at the end of the episode for him to be like guys this was this ended up being kind of fun right then and then, yeah. and then he, he he flies away on a spaceship and, and they, and they, they were like, wow, that was actually kind of fun. I actually kind of like that guy And you would totally expect him to open up a portal and come back and kill all those guys.
4: <laughs> you would want it like, you would want yeah. it to happen mm-hmm. right? because because <laughs> be, be, because because if Rick and Morty has taught you anything, it's that you can root for a psycho murderer. And not somehow really feel bad at the end of the somehow. Episode. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I really love the episode when yeah. Rick kills that uh, what was it? Um, planet killer or something, dude?
2: yeah
3: and
1: he just like in a drunken stupor
3: he, just yeah they, they're like yeah his name his was, booby his name was like world devourer or something yeah. and they just come in like avenger style to defeat this dude and he's just dead already dead <laughs> rick killed him rick was blackout drunk and killed him
1: <laughs> he doesn't remember the like, booby traps he set up i like as, the like, a one
3: gig. i like the morty's mind blowers where they yeah. go into the one memory and they're like just oh, wow Morty's like, wow, this planet is uh it's so beautiful. And Rick's like, no, Morty, you don't understand. The nights on this planet get below freezing. We're gonna freeze to death. We gotta, we gotta, we <laughs> we gotta, gotta, we gotta kill Bebo. We gotta we gotta kill Bebo and get inside <laughs> of his stomach. No, Rick, and he's like, No, Bebo.
2: Bebo.
0: He led Bebo. us to
3: water.
2: He led us to water. <laughs>
3: and they cut
2: him open
3: like a tauntaun. And get, he's like, come on, Morty, get in. You want to die, Morty? <laughs> this is what Bebo would have wanted. <laughs> and
4: then he's like, "Wait Bebo's a second. Bebo's just like, "Oh!"
3: He's, he's like, just like, "Wait a second.
4: Wait, it's the wrong planet. I'm thinking of a different planet. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> All uh, right, let's let's uh, let's, oh, man. let's yeah. move
4: on from from Wyatt. <laughs> yeah, you guys get into yours. Wyatt, uh,
2: very good. I love. We'll this.
4: do. Uh, we'll do. We'll do Josh.
2: I don't have one. Is that bad? Are you kidding
4: me? <laughs> I have two really good ones. All right, well, Did, uh, see, one Joseph has taken up the slack. Yeah. All right. <laughs>
0: this man is sick.
4: This man. I don't been
0: care.
1: Jamarc. He is sick. He's he's he been a He
3: virus. Yeah, I had. The, he caught COVID.
4: Corona.
2: He had a COVID. Does Corona <laughs> make you stupid or something? Uh, yeah, it kind of makes you lazy a bit. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Whatever. I think I think you're describing a pre. Did you lose your sense here? of smell
2: completely? Um, yes, smell. A lot of people said taste was going to go too. Fully taste did not go. It partially went, but not fully. Yeah, yet. that's what smell I've heard yet. about fifty percent
3: taste. Now, see, I get colds in the mm-hmm. winter, and and about three times every year, I lose my complete sense of smell and taste for about 3 mm-hmm. days. So, Is if I fun? get covid, no, cuz we always going. every time this happens, every time this happens, we have pizza. Oh, every I, time. Yeah. So, I'm just I'm just eating <laughs> you're just burning goose in your bread. mouth.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
3: And I can't it's even taste just... t- I can't even enjoy it. Gosh. All right, Joe, me. what are
4: what are what are your ideas?
1: All right, I will say, one, I really doubt that anyone would know. I I dug kind of deep. I'm going to read the synopsis that I wrote for the first one. Uh, And hopefully I wrote it in a way that I don't stumble over my own writing. And try to see if this reminds you of any scenario, especially towards the end. I'm going to give a long prelude to this. So, um, all right, I'll just go ahead and go. <sighs> a small sector of planets known as the Era consists of six worlds that were home to a race of beings known as the K- the Chalkven people. Over thousands of years, a popula- the population well over thousands of years of population growth and technological advancement, they inhabited these six planets, originating from one of the six called Mirth electic these six planets began forming governments and laws based on values that did not reflect their neighboring planets thus birthing a 500-year war over the government over the government control of the six planet sector after these 500 years tired from the death and unrest all six planets agreed to live in peace and simplify the inhabitants' lives in an effort to not see this kind of violence again. After many, many years of this peace, technology of warfare and destruction faded into the past, and the need for advancement became unnecessary. For 1,800 years, they lived in a constant state of harmony and rest, until an invasion, I don't know if that's a word of a new race of beings came to the era sector and overcame the planets with weapons and numbers. The Chokven people could not defend themselves due to the, you know, the um, halting of their advancement. However, these new beings did not come uh, to annihilate the cockven people they only desired a specific mineral liquid that ran in streams deep under the ground of four Not of the six planets of the era you see these invaders were in a long standing war period of their own and in order to overcome their foe this required reassurance uh well this required see this changes words on me this required resources <laughs> of wealth which this mineral provided because it's very valuable. The Coqvin people were forcibly removed from the era to a single planet for all the inhabitants of the sector of planets to reside. The story, the story follows two young Coqvin boys who love their homes, their homes countryside, making the journey to this new planet in a giant relocation craft with all the other people from all six planets of the era. They encounter sickness from space they were not used to and social unrest on the relocation trip that they haven't experienced in over eighteen hundred years. Mm-hmm.
4: This 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 sounds like um this sounds like American colonialism.
1: Okay. You are close, sir. It sounds like, and uh, it's a
4: very specific story this, from this, American history. This sounds like the Trail of Tears.
1: You nailed it, dog!
4: Right on the money, Man. Let's That's be, awesome. Let's, let's be
3: clear, though: the native tribes of this country were not at peace.
1: <laughs> no, I added that. <laughs> right. This is not. A, this is not a perfect rendition. Uh, Yo, really
3: imagine. Took a lot of... Imagine what five hundred years. Of war, imagine the kind of hurt people that would create gods, <laughs> straight up gods, 500, dude, 500 so much years surpassing the Spartans.
2: War. Like, uh, what is the Halo guy? What's his name? Uh, yeah, Master Chief, Master Chief. Chief. Yeah, Master Chief. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true,
4: dude. No, that's uh, that's but a pretty yeah. good idea. Trail the trail of tears in in space.
3: Now, see, a ima- Matt, I, I, I think trails of. Trail of Tears I like the idea. But can mm-hmm. I can I alter it? Why
4: it's over here why it's over here like I like the idea. Can I alter it a little bit?
3: Yeah. Okay. I only rather came than, up with this like an hour ago. Rather than like eighteen hundred years have passed, right? They mm-hmm. have it's only been like it's only been like a hundred years. But I feel they, like it they have to be
1: enough time to for everything to just fade into the past.
3: Well, it, yeah. it they've they've come to peace with each mm-hmm. other, right? It's been it's been a while, right? They've come mm-hmm. they they've they've had time to come to peace, come to terms, right? But mm-hmm. the you know the invaders come and they seize their, um you know they've 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 they've, they've demilitarized, they've they've put away their weapons of mass destructions and are taken unawares, mm-hmm. um by uh, by the invaders. And the invaders have such great force that they, they come just take
4: all women and our precious metals.
0: <laughs>
3: um, they that they just overwhelm them, right? And yeah. so, so you know, they have this, you know, this this trail of tears type thing, right? Where they're moving all of the peoples to this mm-hmm. one planet right but 500 years of war has created super people these people are so incredibly they 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 have almost perfect um control of their minds right they they have almost complete control over their fears this is some doom right? stuff and so See, and this is so an they,
1: aspect of the story I did not think about is how so, well prepared the people would be.
3: Right. Well, you gave them a lot of time to sort of become, you know, millennials. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and so so they wouldn't be able to fight back. Absolutely. But but if uh, but if if it happens if it happens not too long after and they still they still have the the um, the gifts that 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 they've you know that they've grown over years and years and you know hundreds of years of war that yeah. has done to their human bodies, um, you know it'd be Trail of Tears, but halfway down the trail, the uh, they turn around and decide <laughs> yeah. th- th- decide they want blood, you know they yeah. wept
4: they they. They take over their their giant like Dyson sphere spacecraft. Yeah, and weaponize it.
3: See, because okay. I I I, I loved I always love books like that. Like there was one that I love. Um, Prison planet called Prison Planet, where the aliens drop the humans off on this planet that is so terrible. The gravity is like you know, one and a half Gs or whatever, heavier than ours. Mm. And the the winters are, are, it's almost like an ice age every 50 years or so. And the, the there's these wolf tiger creatures that are vicious and smart and telekinetic. And everything on this planet is just trying to kill them. The hot, hot summers, the mm. cold, cold. And it dwindles down to like you know, 500 people or something like that. And then after Mm -hmm. 200 years, they've adapted to the planet, right? These are like the great-great-grandchildren or something of the original people. And Mm -hmm. they they trick the aliens into coming back and steal one of their ships. And because they can take much higher G-forces, they can make Mm -hmm. the ships go much faster and are much more maneuverable. You know, whereas the aliens can't take that it would it would it would make their innards explode Um, it's it's such a fun such a fun book it's depressing in the beginning it's it's depressing because you get to know characters throughout the years Mm -hmm. right you get to you get to love these characters and then they die and you're like no it's
4: a good book all right Joe what's your other idea
3: (laughs)
1: All right, this one I don't think anyone's gonna get because I dug pretty deep into this one. Um, I will say I kept it pretty close to home, but it's like a remix, okay? Remix. Oh. it's a remix of the Hamilton of an actual I like it. kind of thing, right? Oven thing? Yeah, of an oven. Okay. Um. All right. So a woman named a woman Darthra falls in love with a rugged Viking explorer who was known as a man who holds tightly to his values and his convictions. He notices her and requests to the elders that she be his wife. All parties agree, and they become married. Throughout the story, they have one girl and three boys. One son dies of an epidemic, and the other son gets exiled for life at the young age of 14 for burning down their God's temple. The husband is very dedicated to their God, who only values strength and judgment over sins. Well, you know, in punishment for sins. The daughter looks up to her father and works hard to follow in his footsteps. Darthra is approached by her third and youngest son with a story of a new God who values humility and grace for others and she becomes convinced and converts and converted and rejects the God of her childhood and accepts the values of the God of her son. When her husband discovers this, his love for her fades and he becomes and he comes to disrespect her and his son for their rejection of their uh, community's God. In the end, the son invites his father to join him on a voyage to explore the new land that the story of, uh, of the new God originates. His father seriously considers, but in the end refuses uh, due to the words that his daughter spoke to him, challenging him to hold fast to the values that he was born into. His own daughter convinced him to stay. The son leaves, and soon after, the father and the daughter Dies from the very sickness that killed their firstborn son. Darth'a leaves her homeland after the death of her husband to join her son, to live in the new, to live in hopes of a new future. But she must live the rest of her life with the scars from the loss of her stubborn yet true love and daughter.
4: This sounds like Sin eater. Sin eater. Hmm. Like I've never heard of that. It sounds similar to
3: The Sin... sounds nothing like it's Sin Eater. It's similar
4: to The Sin Eater. No, it is not. I mean, a little bit. Did you know I told Carol Lilly about that movie
3: when I was in, like, first grade? Uh-huh. I was, like, I was like, we watched a movie called The Sin Eater, and you think it's a scary movie, but it's actually really good. I'm like, it's it's got a great message, and you should watch it. You know, the other day at church she's like, you know, I watched that movie The Sin Eater. She said For it him. like she said it like like, like zero times. Like passed. like like it was yesterday.
4: <laughs> when it was like a more than a decade it was, ago. It was, it was
0: <laughs>
4: so many years ago. Like she like there I are have some to have there are like some nine there, there are some things that, that that she forgets. Like I have to tell her every week that the same bird that that I don't have the same bird that I had three years ago, but she'll remember mm. the sin eater that Wyatt told her about nine years ago. <laughs> yes, yeah. no, no,
3: no, no, more than nine it's, years. Ago. It's it's more it's, than it's nine. It's funny. Yeah,
4: like, like it's count? definitely not. It's definitely it's it's just it's just how she is. Yeah, so it's that selective memory. <laughs> you know? But um,
3: yeah. What, okay, what so story this, the, is that? The
1: story I I'm I'm chose so to focus that the protagonist the would be I recognize would be the story. Darthra. So the wife. Mm. It would focus around her with kind of the antagonist, but also just secondary <sighs> character being her husband. And then obviously the children play a major major factor. Um but it's focused on her. But the person you might know, if you know, was a Viking explorer.
3: I was thinking Vikings.
1: He was a real Viking. Mm-hmm. Um, what was his name? That's why I didn't change. Eric the Red.
3: Have you heard of him? I recognize. I know Eric the Red. I've it's heard the story a, of Eric the Red.
1: So it's yeah. there's a lot of similar things. So his wife and his son did convert to Christianity. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um and uh, and he did consider going on an exploration that his son who converted was asking him to come with him. And he did consider on the way the though, pilgrimage. he actually fell off the horse and thought it was a bad omen from his gods that he shouldn't go. And he stayed behind and he did die of a sickness. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. There was I didn't read much about what actually happened with his daughter or his other two sons. But uh, I made up a lot of stuff. But I decided it was pretty similar
4: though. Okay. okay. Hmm. That is a pretty yeah. interesting which, idea. I, I do like that. So, which one did you like better? Eric the Red. I think they're both got their. Eric, that one sounds like a definitely like a historic drama. You know, mm-hmm. a yeah. battle of a battle of faith within one family. Yeah. You mm-hmm. know, while the other one, the other one sounds like the it's the Trail of Tears in space. Slash yep, alternate history in Wyatt's <laughs> version, where they decide yeah, to turn around. You don't have to and, listen to my version. <laughs> where <laughs> they decide to turn around and reclaim the like, they like, what are we
3: doing just... Submitting Joe is to like Joe is like Joe is like this is the trail of tears in space, right? And it's got all it's got sickness, it's got it's got hardships. It's it's this beautiful space drama, and I'm like, no, why wrong. It's like, why it's like nah,
4: bro? They, they turn were at that war shit, for five hundred stinking
1: like, years, man. Nah,
4: bro. They turn that <laughs> ship around and turn it into a Death Star. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, no, Joe's Joe's ideas are are very good.
3: I am I like blown
1: them. away that jamark knew that that was trail of tears
3: i was on i was on the uh i was on the tail of it i was i was creeping i'm up.
1: blown away that any, either of you guys cuz if you t- yeah. if you said that story to me i do not have story I, recollection I know recollection of that level I,
4: I know what the trail of tears is well, I, I know I, but there I, are so
1: I, many things you could pull out of that story that would
3: divert you what threw me off what threw me off is that they were at peace Gotcha. I was like I was like these people these people are at peace. I was like well, it
4: was there was That's
3: definitely why your first note
1: was well let's be clear. <laughs> there was you know,
4: there was definitely I started thinking I started thinking of uh, okay, it's either the Trail of Tears or it's that or it's that march that the Japanese made the Chinese do. Yeah. I can't remember what that one was. I forget. But it was one of those. I'm
0: thinking,
4: you know, I was that, thinking. The, the, I'm like, I'm like, what, he, what it was was, was, was the whatever. He, what did you call the people?
1: Uh, the the, chalk ven, which was exactly. actually a remix. I took the 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 chalk part Choc-tall. from. I think chalk Chakuta yeah. What was it? Yeah, chalk chalk Chakuta yeah. Choctaw. yeah. Choctaw. And I'm like, I, I I'm took like, that.
4: Like, That's totally native. Did it perk yeah. your ears so, up a little? Uh, yeah, when you said that. Like, <laughs> this is native? This is the Trail of Tears. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah. I left some clues that I, got, see, got, got picked up. You see,
3: Joe's... Joe, you can definitely tell that Joe's ideas... You can see how they differ from mine. Because Joe's <laughs> yeah. like... Joe's like... Joe's like uh 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 visuals emotion
4: right <laughs> why i'm like i'm Wyatt, like why it's <laughs> over here why it's over here uh uh action uh you know no, the, he's like the i lead, want robotic
1: the, tigers and i want them slain <laughs> why it's like i want
4: robotic, <laughs> robotic tigers and i want them slain now <laughs> I, want, I want robotic tigers i want i want cyborg jim corbett i want the trail of tears but but they they weaponized their ship, and I want Dwayne the Rock, Johnson to be the leader. John Mark. Evaluate. John
3: Mark knows that my imagination yeah. goes wild. I was telling him a story I came up with about people that ride on giant magic horses, as if they were dragons.
0: Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm.
3: well, the horses are 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 dragons. They have they they're magicians. They have magic and wield magic like dragons do. But, but they can't horses. communicate. But they're no, no, no! They are sentient, like dragons. But they're horses. Think of every. Uh, think of so giant, like powerful. Think of giant. No, no, no! They speak. Think of giant, powerful, talking dragons that wield magic. Like Smog. Right? Like smile. Mm-hmm. Right? That mm-hmm. you know. But they're horses. But in but but think of a horse. Wait, they're but not they're, giant? That, they're not that big. They're like the size of an elephant.
1: Okay but so like but th- couple, it's th-
3: okay that's a giant powerful scary magic wielding creature Yeah. compared to a human that's scary and there's people that there's humans in the story that ride them and and gain a measure of magic as well
4: it's just it it, it it's it's i like it it's uh it's aragorn but it's aragorn <laughs> yeah <laughs> um Sorry, right. I come see
3: because my my I, I I come up with wacky, crazy, zany ideas, and they're I I create emotion. I create yeah. emotion for characters and for the world along the way. Whereas Joe sees, I feel like you see the emotion. You see, you see it as it could be, you know, as a mm-hmm. whole, right, overarching.
1: Yeah. I, 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 I usually it's... I usually want to the way I craft a story, and I this is probably not the best way to do it, but I like I like to know where it starts. <clears throat> I like to know how it ends, and I like to yeah. have as many callbacks and Joshua likes to call them Easter eggs mm-hmm. in the story as I possibly can shove in there. So like mm-hmm. the names right. of the people. I I got inspiration from Native Americans. I'm gonna remix the names, you know what I mean? That kind of stuff. I fill my story with those things. And I there are holes like, you know, being at war for five hundred years and then all of a sudden getting sucked. Well, like that's that. that's
3: no, that's that's such a minor thing. And and it's you know, you're just coming up with a basic idea. I'm not trying to poke holes in it. Um That's I mean, but, I'm good
1: with poking holes, man. I'm poke holes in your yeah.
3: See see I <laughs> <laughs> see I I do a different thing when I'm coming up with a story. You know? Yeah. I like to I like to, you know, I like to learn to believe in the character. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? I guess I think that comes from being a consumer and listening and reading books yeah. and and learning to love characters. I like to learn to be emotionally invested in in a character that I'm coming up with.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: I, every time I think of a new character trait, I'm like, wow, <laughs> wow, oh, wow! this could be a weakness for mm-hmm. this character, which could make me love him even more. <laughs> you know?
2: Weakness. You like the All right. backstory.
4: All right, John Mark. All right, so I had a couple, and... Let's go. I've been listening, I've been listening to this podcast, and it talks about history stuff, which is what gave me the idea... So I'm going to do a little plug for uh, the Futility Closet. I don't know okay. if you guys well, the are, what closet. Uh Futility Closet podcast. Futility. It's just a it's a podcast where they talk about uh just historical things, events that are weird or mysterious. A real short like the actual stories themselves are like, you know, just a 30-minute recap. But it got me mm-hmm. thinking like, man, some of these would make great movies. And a couple of them were, and I'll talk about that. Um, Let me think. Okay, so there's this one, and this one's straightforward. And there was a movie, but it was more like a dramatized documentary. Mm -hmm. So I don't really count that. (laughs) What was that? That was Lydia calling you yes what did, did that actually go out loud or was just that in the headphones i don't know because <laughs> <laughs> it was really loud all right. yeah. okay anyway, like anyway so so there was this one that that there's a dramatized documentary but i feel like a modern movie would really need to do it justice um and are you guys familiar with uh william buckley
2: I don't think so. The name sounds familiar.
4: So, William Buckley was a British convict in the early 1800s who Mm -hmm. was sent on a convict ship to Victoria, Australia. Okay. Which was then unsettled. And they Mm -hmm. tried to establish a settlement there with, you know, convicts as the workers and stuff like Mm -hmm. that. Basically, what happened was the settlement failed. And. William Buckley found himself alone alone there in a remote mm-hmm. part of Australia. And he survived for a little while. But one day he took a spear off of a Aborigines burial mound. and supposedly the Aborigines believe that when they die, they're reincarnated as white men. And when mm-hmm. white men die, they're reincarnated as Aborigines. Mm -hmm. so when they saw William Buckley with this spear they thought that it was their friend returned oh wow you know so they treated him like he had just been away but was now come back to them Mm -hmm. and like he lived with his quote unquote brother-in-law or brother and I think his sister-in-law you know Mm -hmm. and he ended up living with the natives and among the natives for like 30 something years (laughs) <laughs> um, did he believe that he was he was the other guy no i don't think he believed it but he just accepted it and so he eventually became fluent in their language adopted their ways you mm-hmm. know grew out his hair one he couldn't cut his hair yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah wore buckskins hunted kangaroos you know mm-hmm. and they all respected him you know and and like he mentioned when mm-hmm. Because they fought each other a lot, the tribes. They fought each other mostly over women is what he mm-hmm. said. And they would raid each other all the time. And he said when his adoptive family died in a raid, a particularly nasty one, he was he was quite surprised at how badly it hurt. Like he said he cried for hours. Mm-hmm. Um, but basically... Everybody loved him, you know, even the separate tribes. Like, he could mediate between the tribes so they, they wouldn't fight each other. And he could walk into just about any tribe's camp and they would accept him. You know, he was this, he was almost like some kind of wise man, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, basically, he, he met these Aborigine boys one day who had a flag, you know, and that rekindled something in him. He realized that there were. There had to be white people around so he started trying to find them and he found that he found a ship but couldn't hail it because he forgot his language you know he'd been there so long and he found out that there were some white men that went into the interior and died or were murdered and he was upset because he knew he could have stopped it basically he did find some and he walked into their camp and the thing about William Buckley was he was six foot six. Wow, this oh was fella. a gi- mm. this was a giant man. Yeah. All right. So they imagine probably, imagine you know. a giant, a giant man, who upon inspection is a white man, a giant, dirty Gandalf looking
3: guy with a spear. Yeah, with long
4: <laughs> with thirty something. He years, was their Gandalf. With thirty something years of hair growth, he was their Gandalf. He was their Gandalf yeah. walking into a camp. And basically they offered him bread uh, he couldn't understand them and they couldn't understand him because he'd forgotten his language yeah. but he said the word bread and after that he's his language started coming back and eventually mm. he could speak with them and for years he basically mediated between the white settlers that were coming there and the aborigines and but he started to want to kind of go back to his older more civilized life because they had given him a pardon obviously he had served his sentence <laughs> but um but uh you know he felt between two worlds because the white people saw him as like a half wild man and the aborigines saw him felt that he was betraying them like that he yeah. wanted to be with white people and not them so they felt kind of betrayed mm-hmm. but People said that he would lead groups of white people and when they'd come across the uh, Aborigines, he'd get off his horse and the Aborigines would just run up to him and start hugging on him and loving on him. (laughs) You know, Mm -hmm. they just loved him. Eventually, he went to eventually he did leave and the Aborigines basically gave up that he was ever coming back and grieved him as if he had died. He went to oh, Tasmania and lived in Tasmania, just doing, you know, like he was a gatekeeper or a guard, and he lived on pension on a pension, and he died when he was seventy six, mm. and um, pretty old. Yeah. And so there's a saying in Australia, um, when somebody says you've got Buckley's chance, it basically <laughs> means you've got you've got all or nothing. You've got it all or nothing. Mm-hmm. You're gonna you're gonna either fail miserably or <laughs> be d- extremely successful. or be extremely successful. Buckley's <laughs> chance. And I thought, so there is a, like a dramatized documentary, but it's older. I thought, wow, that would make an amazing movie. Just yeah. like from the moment he's young, he joins the army where he's convicted of stealing a piece of cloth
0: mm-hmm.
4: to going to Australia his early days surviving and then it would skip a couple years you know at a time and then the climax of the movie is the end where he finds the flag and the end of the movie the later half would be him trying to rediscover europeans again yeah So you know?
2: what is the story called the two cloths or something
4: no it would be called buckley's chance <sighs> oh okay mm, okay <laughs>
2: But,
3: if I can mess with the story.
4: Okay, hey, do, not, do not put this story I think, in space. This I think is not dingoes. where he meets Martians. All right? <laughs> we are not appropriating indigenous people and making them an alien species. You don't have to. You
1: just have to have robotic dingoes.
4: Robotic dingoes. <laughs>
3: There probably weren't
2: any dingoes
4: in Australia at that time.
2: All right,
3: Mister
4: uh, History. Or, uh, <laughs> so I have I have another one. What was okay? What were you gonna say? <laughs> 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 what? It.
0: What
3: I was gonna say. huh. He was a robot. <laughs> 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 He's a robot who gets. Let like almost almost a kind of C three PO like robot that gets left on this sort of savage alien planet. And does the same sort of thing.
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> You're so stupid. <laughs> but he's a robot. And, a
0: robot,
3: and the people love the him.
4: Okay, okay. So I I have another one, and there's <laughs> it it it's 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 about. <laughs>
3: Buck Li three <laughs> or something like that.
4: Stop. Buckley. So so there so there's there's another one, uh, and this one takes place in like, the 1920s or 30s, I think. Okay. And it was about this, <clears throat> trapper, who is in Canada, and he gets into a dispute with another trap or the other trapper sees him tampering with his traps, mm-hmm. and he sends the Mounties up to his cabin, and. The guy never speaks, he just opens fire on the mounties and fights mm-hmm. them for 15 hours in his little cabin, which he fortified, waiting for them. And so they have to retreat, and eventually when they come back, he's gone. And so what follows is a month-long manhunt through the Canadian wilderness for this one guy who shot a mountie and continued to shoot mounties when they, when they came after him never said anything, always stayed ahead of them on foot. All right. Um, supposedly at one point crossed an impassable mountain range in the dead of a Canadian winter. Mm. Like like we're talking sheer rock faces, sub-zero temperatures, and he just appeared on the other side. What? Like, There's
1: no way around it? No, he he couldn't have it. gone
4: he couldn't have gone around it. He went over it somehow. Somehow he 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 went through them.
1: He might have found a
2: cave. There's Basically, probably a, there's he, probably he, a well he through. knew.
4: He probably knew how to get he he'd done like, it before. What yeah. and what the Mountie said was by the signs of his camp and stuff, this man was some kind of survivalist genius. Yeah. You know, he was they some of them thought he was borderline supernatural. Eventually, they tracked him down, and they told him to surrender, but he never spoke a word. He just started shooting at them. And they fought, and they asked him to surrender. He just kept shooting at them. And eventually, one of them shot him, and they Mm. waited for a couple of hours to make sure he was dead before they went and looked at his body. And when they found his body frozen, he was frozen, and he just was frozen in this rictus with this, like, bitter snarl on his face. And they mm. said he looked like a man that hated the world, hated everything, and knew that he was gonna die and wanted to take as many of us with him as he could. Oh, and, man, he
1: was straight up yeah. savage, he was a S- wild animal.
4: Mm-hmm. And so so he went by the pseudonym Albert Johnson, mm-hmm. um, but they guessed that that wasn't his real name. And there were tons of theories back, back then but just recently in, like, 2007, they exhumed him and DNA tested him, and none of those theories panned out. So nobody to this day knows who he is. And if you look at the pictures of his exhumed corpse, he still looks the same. He's still got mm-hmm. the same wild snarl on his face. Wait. Because he was, he was buried in the permafrost, so he's almost perfectly preserved.
1: <gasps> What's his name? Albert Albert Johnson,
4: Albert Johnson,
1: right there. Oh my gosh! Holy cow, dude! I've never heard of this guy.
2: Look at that, Joshua.
1: Yeah.
0: Whoa.
2: He kind of makes me think of uh, um, the guy on Star Wars. You know, that gets his arm chopped off on the fourth one. He's like, "My friend doesn't like you," to Luke, (laughs) and he's like. You don't yeah. Okay yeah. <laughs> he's like, Yeah. No, my friend doesn't like I, you. and then he pulls up. I don't like you either. Off. You don't like looking
4: at pictures <laughs> look at of dead it. people. That was him when he was yeah. exhumed. Yeah. In two thousand seven. Yeah, I saw it. <laughs> but um but we had a me and Wyatt came up with a couple ideas. Like one is it's just that story. All right? Like, mm-hmm. he's not a good guy. He never actually says anything the story more of follows the mounties tracking him
0: mm-hmm. the
4: other idea is he's a straight up like a skinwalker and he can shapeshift into a bear and that mm. explains how he was able to outpace the mounties and cross the mountains yeah you know or a wolverine or a, he was some kind of yeah he was some kind of supernatural beast yeah mm. you know you remember pro- the uh
3: the research you did for the the Kazazaki story, uh, the music. Why do I imagine them tracking him through the woods? Oh, the and, and you just hear the the native the, the
2: breath breath music. The breath Have music. you
3: guys ever heard Nate the native breathing music? Yeah. They they essentially they're just like and it sounds like it feels like you're running and trudging through mm-hmm. snow, afraid of something.
4: You know, yeah, that would be perfect atmosphere music. Yeah, but that was the one idea was like, like, what if he was some kind of shapeshifter? Yeah, I like skinwalker. And 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 you know, they came up to to arrest him, and he wasn't going to be arrested because he was half animal. Yeah, and and so you could twist the story so that instead of him just running the whole time, he straight up comes into their camp in whatever animal form and tries to kill them, and so that they think they're also chasing a man, but also being chased by some killer animal. But they're one and the same.
0: Yeah.
1: Let's see. I'm looking up some good breath music. What what should I? What is it correctly
3: called? I have no idea. It's been yeah. a while since we were looking into it. It's 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 kind of like an Inu. Is it an Inuit it's, thing? It's yeah. It's uh, like Frank. They're like up up in Alaska. Huh. The natives in Alaska.
0: Here we go.
1: You sound like it.
2: Sorta. Of. Can it sound like a violin? Like, Hold on,
1: or like a—I don't know. Let me see if it, if they it oh, pause that it. for
3: a sec. Yeah. Can you see that? Can you see that as they're running through the woods, trying—you know—sort yes. of flashes of him through the trees, and
2: yeah. I mean, it's very. Are you, are you thinking this would be like, like? Like a real scary type thing, John Mark. Thriller? Thriller? What is he yeah. what are saying? Genre. Yeah. Thrilling,
3: you know, if he's a skinwalker, definitely a thriller, yeah. sort of. They're chasing okay, I, him. Yeah. But, I can and he's that. running, right? But he's also, you know, uh, a creature.
0: Mm hmm.
1: Do, do you think they so. ever see him, uh, like, transform at all or anything?
4: I feel like one of them would have to see it. Yeah. At least one. Like one of one of one of them would have to so see it. So there's legend? Or or at some point they do realize what it is and they they realize that he that he can't do it all the time. Yeah. Um mm. and so they have to get at him in between the times when he has to stay in human form and that's when they kill him.
3: Or, or he is, like, at the very end, there's one of the dudes is laying there dying, and he's looking at this animal, this animal that's just been shot and is dying, and it's just got this snarl on its face as it lays there, and then it dies. And he turns right? into Batman Right, into an and person. it starts to freeze, and then he just changes into a human, and he's still got the snarl on his face. Or
1: mm. maybe mm. you know? he started sprouting around his face... Like hair started poking out of the yeah,
3: skin.
4: something like fur. Well, what what oh, would did
1: you t- say it would be? Like a bear? Like what? What would he be? It could be a
4: bear or, or
0: he like could, a, I, It can't be a my my thought. That's too
1: close to werewolves.
0: My yeah. thought is he either okay.
3: transforms into a bear, he transforms into a a wolverine, which are okay. known for mm-hmm. being just incredibly vicious. But in me. Yeah, but mm-hmm. a, a man is so bigger than thing? a wolverine. So it's, that would uh, be no, 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 no wolverines are pretty big they're, they're, they're n- like
1: a little bigger than a good-sized raccoon though a raccoon
0: mm,
3: they're they're pretty yeah, big there's some that get a pretty man. big a, a, come on a big a big wolverine if Where a, are if they a native person to? if a person transformed their human body right mm-hmm. into a wolverine it wouldn't be that much bigger than a normal Wolverine. Whereas mm-hmm. if a human transformed into a bear, that big, you'd yes. have to gain a lot of muscle and a lot of skin. But I like the idea of him being a bear. Or the other idea is he's some sort of half-bear man. Half-creature, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like like sometimes he can just sort of <laughs> just change, <laughs> change into this half-creature. Yeah. Almost like what, his
1: what, creatures what, tries to poke itself out of his own skin, you know? Yeah. yeah.
4: What, what What would the name of this of this uh, movie be? What was his name? His, Mr. his name was Johnson. Albert Johnson.
1: <laughs> Call him Mr. Johnson. But then he's, he's <laughs> and then people also, go around and say, Mama, Mama, I saw Mr. Johnson that lives up on the mountain. He he turned
2: into southern, a bear. Um, I don't know where they named to. <laughs> Canada. This is Canada. Mother. <laughs> mother. Hey. Hey.
0: There, there's hey, a mother. guy
3: up
2: on the
4: mountain there, eh? Uh, hey, uh, hey, Mother, I Did you see saw. that guy up on the mountain I there, hey? a, a, <laughs> uh, a, a there's a man up on up, up the mountain. He lives Mr. In the- Johnson, uh, we don't mean to be bothering
3: you there, Sir. <laughs> could you please come out of the cabin bang bang oh he's shooting at us <laughs> <laughs> this is this oh, he's sure is unpleasant. Hey. He's this like, is unpleasant this is unpleasant is,
1: why is Mr. Johnson not home tonight you know, All like... the Mounties, the,
3: mounties, He's on the, the mountain. one Mountie, he can't mountie be shows on the, up.
1: Oh, he can't be on the mountain, eh? It's cold out tonight.
3: <laughs> the, the, each Mountie shows up and they're like, hey, how's it going? Oh, hey, man, how you doing? How's it been for you? And the other guy is like, oh, it's just been right. Fine. How you doing? He's like, oh, I'm doing good. We got this guy. He's stuck up there in the cabin. Have you asked him please to come out? We said please many times. <laughs> 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 you know, because the you know Canadians are known for just being... You know, nice. Right. Yeah. Just nice yeah.
4: to each other. <laughs> they,
3: they're like,
1: Mr. Johnson, how are you now? Not so bad.
3: <laughs> not so bad. Not so bad. Not oh so well, bad. you know what? He died doing what he loved, that's for sure. So yeah, do you guys sure. have
4: any more do you guys have any more uh quick ideas from history that you think would make a good movie?
1: I do not. I do not have any more ideas. I gave you my two very best but we are hitting right around an hour and uh, thirty minutes, though. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. we're
0: right. Um, I guess. I guess um, the I best history. Should I be was
3: slacking with the
2: not coming up with my. Josh, I like that
3: Josh. Thinking. I like that Josh just got to sit back
2: and listen. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Josh did yeah, zero it was work. work. Like a, a just relaxing around a campfire. You can't think, Josh. You
4: can't think. You can't think of anything. Like you have absolutely no historical knowledge whatsoever.
2: I mean, if wow. I thought about it,
4: probably I could come up with something. So, you, what you're saying is you didn't even think about it.
2: <laughs> That's pretty much what
4: he. Well, saying. see, like I, I racked
3: my brain for stuff. I racked my brain just because you sat and listened to podcasts about these weird stories, and obviously, <laughs> were prepared. Doesn't mean we were
4: prepared. You, well, you racked your brain, Josh. Okay. Josh, like I didn't think of this because like, nah. I
2: did. I was, I didn't come up with any story, but I was thinking. To do something around like gladiator time, we see and, you, like, Mackenzie. You are not sneaky. Being thrown sneaking. into, uh, um, what do they call when you get like thrown <laughs> into the pit with like lions and stuff? Gladiator. Yeah. Murder. Murder. Like, yeah. No, some that's kind of actually gladiator. Murder. But what if you like, I guess, made it like Roman time? Yeah. But what like if ben they her? were
3: biomechanical?
2: Yeah, like throw gladiators.
4: A
3: little... in space what? is not no, nothing. Yo, what if they were biomechanical lions and bi- yeah. and cyborg humans? <sighs> oh my God. No, what if what
1: if what if in the future it was gladiator setting, but it was run by gentlemen and gentle ladies um, of of that were highborn, and uh-huh. they want to play the game of chess, but they use real humans. Mm-hmm. So every time they make a mistake. Somebody on the opponent's team has to give their neck for the other person to chop it off. Oh,
4: this is chessmen of Mars. Yeah.
1: <laughs> this is chess but on, on a big field. <laughs> yes. And it's, yes. there are he- really heavy stakes.
4: <laughs> yes. Yeah. The chess the chessmen of Mars. The John Carter, it's a John yeah. Carter book.
1: And it could be like, yeah. oh, there's already something. Well, John
4: Carter, John Carter of Mars. Yeah, John Carter. Yes. Um in one of his adventures, he is taken As a slave, by this one city, and in this one city, the nobility takes these slaves, and they play a game which is eerily similar to chess, Mm. um, with the slaves on a field, and you know when they make a turn, when the two pieces meet, they have to fight each other. So it's like gladiatorial battle, but it's on a chessboard. Yeah, in the middle of the field.
1: This was an original thought, and then I realized I was uh, no. It's, plagiarizing. it's yeah. hey. There's nothing new Thanks under for the sun. Up with my story. Okay. okay. Right. There's nothing new under the sun. Why? Uh,
4: you know, but the thing about the thing about John Carter is, uh, there was you know one. This is this is John Carter. So everybody wears next to nothing, just because that's how you that's do John when you're that's on. That's how you do it when you're on Mars. You don't wear nothing because it's it's I mean it's hot. It's Mars. hmm And it's light. Um. And endless, uh,
2: <laughs> gravity. And Speaking of Mars, uh, have you heard about Pluto? <laughs>
4: We've heard. <laughs> <And> <laughs> anyway. with that, I
2: think that means
1: we're ending this episode.
4: Don't a, feel um, don't feel bad. Who, don't feel bad, Joe. That you can't have your gladiatorial <laughs> chess battles. It <laughs> doesn't matter. doesn't
1: matter. I I liked it. It was a good thought. Uh, who wants to end this episode?
4: Why it Wyatt does? Yeah, I opened up. Okay.
2: I feel like I end a lot of these. You got that soothing voice. Ladies and gentlemen, we hope you
3: had a fantastic time listening to this podcast. Uh, We hope you have a good weekend and a good evening. We hope you have a good week, work week. We hope that Mm -hmm. uh, all the things that we've said have kept you entertained. And we definitely want you to have those sweet, sweet dreams about, uh, you know space lions and cyborgs you know Mm -hmm. um so make sure you uh check us out um on youtube the wiseworks podcast check us out on spotify check out the main podcast the video form uh and we'll catch you later
4: bye bye that was almost as bad as mine (laughs) subscribe to
3: alan rogers dude mines are mine are good
4: every time Nah, every that one wasn't as
3: good. Good night.
2: Smile, my boy.